This is the Magellan Circle Journal, a podcast series here to help you navigate through EU opportunities. We remove the noise around current EU issues on different topics, such as transport and environment, each time through the perspective of a different expert. In this podcast, we talk to Antonio Terragrossa, Managing Director of the Fundación Valencia Port, an applied research, innovation and training center, providing services to the Porto Logistics Cluster. Antonio shares his insights on the vision of Porto Valencia, considered one of the most innovative ports in Europe, and how can Europe make maritime transport the most sustainable transport mode in the upcoming decades. Hello, good morning, Antonio, and thank you so much for joining us in this podcast. Can you briefly present yourself and your role at Valencia Port? Yes, good morning, and thanks for the invitation to record this podcast. My name is Antonio Torregrosa. I am the Managing Director of Valencia Port Foundation, that is the, the research, training, and international cooperation center of the Port of Valencia. And we have the aim of fostering the competitiveness of the firms working in the Port of Valencia, and mainly through innovation and knowledge. So it's 18 years we are working, more than 300 innovation projects and 60 people on board. And recently, Porto Valencia hosted a big event. In fact, it was the ESPO conference in the beginning of June. So the port has also been recognized as a successful business. Do you think it can be an inspiration for other ports? For sure, for sure. The, the port of Valencia now, in, in terms of commercial traffic, commercial container traffic, is ranked fourth in Europe. Is the first container port in Spain and also in the Med area. So it's it's a big port and it's but it's not it has been not only recognized for being a reference in infrastructure and traffic, but also for for knowledge, for innovation, uh, for sustainability. In fact, a lot of years ago, when we were not still a, a very big port, we we developed some some new projects like the port community system, like the quality seal of the of the port community that were quite innovative products. So it was recognized as a, a very innovative port. Then also in the, in the field of sustainability, the, for example, the EAPH uh, in the last two years has given the port three awards on sustainability in ports. So I think in the international arena, Valencia has become one of the, the most important ports because of traffic and because of innovation. Mm-hmm. And could you tell us a bit more what are the main characteristics of this Fundación Valencia Port model? Who are the stakeholders involved and what are the benefits of having such an entity able to develop the latest innovations for the port community actors? Well, Valencia Port Foundation is, is a private nonprofit organization, foundation, and it's, and it's chaired by the president of the Port Authority of Valencia. And in the board, we have also other members of the board of the Port Authority, but we have also the main associations and companies of the port cluster, the container terminals, some other uh, important groups. And also we have in the board also an, an important representation from the economic institutions and associations of the city. So we have, let's say, the economic and, and trade the representation of, of the city and also the universities, as far as we are a, a knowledge training innovation center. We have also two public universities of the region in our board. 
And well, the, the benefits for the poor community are quite clear for having a, a foundation like ours. First, because we are bringing the, late, the latest innovations and try them in the port using the port of Valencia's a living lab. So, so the companies have early access to innovation and technology for being part of, of our cluster. Then we have a, a broad network of partners and, and collaborators at international level that are helping also the firms in their, in their innovation activity and in their commercial activity. And something very important is that we organize the projects to help our firms in the process of innovation that sometimes is not easy at all. Uh, as an example, we are running now something like 45 European projects and mobilizing almost 50 million euros a year in innovation and infrastructure. So, so, so it's, this is a very important value added for the port community. Mm -hmm. Okay, so it's such a unique model. And how is this model perceived by the port community? Is it recognized as an actual best practice? I think so. Yes, yes, it is. We can. We have to think that even if the port sector is very intensive in technology, it is not easy to find firms that are strongly committed to innovation, especially in in, in certain ports that are not the headquarters of these of these companies. No, so most of the times they do not have the resources, they do not have the people to innovate. So it is important for them to have some support, especially when we are considering future technologies that cannot be profitable in the, in the very short term. So yes, the, the perception is that, is that and the cooperation is running quite well. And besides the, the funding and the EU projects, what are the main trends that Fundación Valencia follows and what are the demands and requests coming from the port community? Well, the, the main trends, uh, we have a very, very strong demand now for digitalization, for applying new technologies, everything related to sensors, to, to Internet of Things, data analytics, also, also very important in the last years, the platform for collaboration in the supply chain, like, for example, the digital container shipping association or trade lens. So there's a strong demand for integration in these networks. And then the new technologies like machine learning, artificial intelligence, there is really a lot to do in the, in the domain of digitalization. Then we have to consider something that is important now in, in all the economic sectors, that is environmental management, and especially everything related to energy transition. We are leading with the Port Authority of Valencia a plan that is Valencia Port Net Zero Emissions Plan for 2030 mm -hmm. that needs really tons of innovation, alternative fuels, new source of energy. So a very important part of our project our focus also in, in sustainability. And beside this, we have well, a lot of research related to security, now mainly cybersecurity, very important, intermodality, port city integration, automation, operational, operational efficiency. So there's really a lot to do in, in, in several domains. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned before that you're involved in more than 40 EU-funded projects at the moment. One of your main roles is also being the coordinator of e-link project. Can you tell us more about the technology tested, like called ironing, and how such innovations match with the vision of Valencia Port? Well, the, the call ironing, the, the OPS will be mandatory in some years. 
So it's important to, to, to adapt the ports to this reality. We're helping the port community to be at the cutting edge of, of Colirony. And how do we do it? We, we are working with the port authority and the main terminals to have it ready as up. In fact, we are, we are presenting some new projects in the, in the next calls. Working first with container terminals, and then we have plans also with rotor terminals, and finally also with the cruise terminals that are, let's say, the, 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 the biggest impacts of, of the, the activity. And in fact, this is OPS, or call iron is in fact uh, one of the most important parts of our Valencia Port Net Zero Emissions a plan for 2030s. Now, let's say the main priority. Mm -hmm. And the location of Valencia Port is also particular. It's strategic due to its closeness to the North African countries. How do these operations that you are busy with at the moment align with the European strategies with clear 2030 targets while other countries do not necessarily have to comply with? Well, just the, the inclusion of maritime transport of the, in the European trade emission system or with the fit, fit for 55 package that will be soon approved by the European Commission. Well, th this is for sure a big opportunity uh, for the planet, but also it's a big challenge for ports, especially for those in the cases in Spain, for example, as Algeciras, that is competing with Tanger Med, that is very close and it's very efficient and with less restrictions. So for us, it's also an issue. And that's why we have created a working group with the Port Authority of Valencia, other important ports authorities of Spain, and also Puertos del Estado, Puertos del Estado that it's our, our, our agency to coordinate the ports. So we are trying to help the European Commission to make the rule, let's say, less damaging for European ports, because, because of course, it's going to be, there's going to be some diversion of traffic to the north of Africa. But it's, of course, not easy. We have to, to reconcile the need to be green, that is our responsibility and, and our commitment to society, with the need to be competitive, because this is what foreign trade is asking for. No? So it's a big challenge, and, and in some weeks, we will see where we are able to arrive. Mm -hmm. And indeed, ports are the backbones of Mediterranean economy, whether we talk about goods or passengers. And Port of Valencia plays a key role here. So for my final, final question, I would like to ask you, what are for you the best scenarios that can make maritime transport the most suitable transport mode in the upcoming decades? Well, we have to consider what we always say, is maritime transport is the most sustainable mode of transport, for sure and will continue to be increasingly so in the future because we have a lot of research and, and innovation in alternative fuels, a lot of operational improvements in port, automations, efficiency, connection between the, the ships and the ports with new technologies. So we go very fast. In fact, in, in innovation and technology, we go faster than road, we go faster than rail, and air transport is, is really not the solution for, for the mm -hmm. future. No? So our vision is the maritime transport will keep growing for a lot of years and it will be good for trade and good for the planet. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you very much, Antonio, for this interesting conversation and I wish you a nice rest of the week. 
thank you very much bye bye if you like this podcast and want to know more about Magellan Circle visit our website at www.magellancircle.eu